Welcome to the Known Zone. My name is Andy Haynes. Uh, I'm joined by my consummate co-host, the Pinoy boy, the tarot root himself. It's me, Wilfred. <laughs> Wilfred Padua. 35 minutes away. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, is there a train? There is a train. I don't take it because I have a six-year-old. So like when it's time to get home. It's car time. It's car time. It's oh, time but that, then you got to. And aren't the, the six-year-old drives? Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like she's like the six-year-old your driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I do but want... you got to deal with the tunnels. Sorry, the tunnels are terrible. No, it's okay. The I, I was we've told... started. This is already the we're, yeah. we're starting. Yeah, okay, 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 good. Uh, we'll introduce you in a second. No, no, no. no. This uh, is it. This is the known zone, like I just said, and I've been told that we need to explain what this podcast is, and this podcast is a kind of educational podcast where we pick a topic that neither of us knows about and we enjoy we invite a funny friend on and then we explore that topic we learn together having a good hang and today uh big git huge old get. friend he almost spit out his water with that when um, you said big get i was like oh boy <laughs> what a precedent yeah you should know how low we've yeah, been shooting yeah, yeah, yeah. um <laughs> but uh I'm excited to have you. Actor, I've known I've known writer. of you for years. I've known of you for years. Improviser. Well. Every time I see your name on uh at the end of a TV show, father, I'm like hell yeah. Big fan of your comedy. Oh stop. Look Activist. At this in and out, man. This thread is popping. Hell yeah. <laughs> Rene Goubet, welcome to the Rene Goubet. Guys, thanks for having me. I know Rene because uh, we, my one and only uh, WJ writing job, Rene was in the room with me and. Uh, he also was an actor on that show, so he got to see Oh, you me. were? Yeah. I was in my first series regular job. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, took took to me, uh, w- was like a fast friend, although we had one hiccup, which was um, an immediate L for Andy, which was I asked him where he was from, like ethnically. Yes, this is a very uh, Andy, question. Andy question. I always okay. got to know. I, I've, I've, I have no memory of this. I'm, I may have buried it if it's traumatic. It's, yeah, it's semi-dramatic. Uh, you said you're Filipino, and I was trying to be funny, and I said, ah, the Mexicans of the sea, and you did not laugh That's or funny. smile yeah. at all. Yeah. That is very funny. And That's I was funny. like, my bad. Uh, so, sorry. Uh, you know what? I'll tell you. I'll, I do remember it, and I think it's because of how racist your face looks. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I didn't know if we were both yeah, yeah, in yeah. on the joke yeah, yeah, or yeah. if it was just for you. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, it was like... Very uh, poor form. <laughs> uh, but we rose above it. Minutes, yeah, yeah, yeah. We... Minutes into knowing you, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, prepare myself. Yeah. Because also, that was like my third, no, third writer's room. Mm-hmm. And I was like a staff writer for two writer's rooms before that. And it was all like 40-year-old white men making that yeah. type of like, hey, man, it's crazy that you're writing jokes now because you should be like making volleyballs in the Philippines or something. <laughs> <laughs> Totally, you know what I mean, and it's like not for me, just for them. Yeah, you know? yeah. But I mean, I feel like that's that room was all jokes for the showrunner. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. We were told one time because I didn't know in that room, like that was my very first thing. Every single day, I would make a mistake that would usually get somebody fired. But I was a stand-up that had never yeah. written in a room. And one day, I made a joke, and the boss just like shook his head and he goes, "The shit runs downhill here." Meaning, like, yeah. you do not joke about me. You, I joke about you. Oh, you made a joke about him? Oh, I, I made some horrible mistakes with that boss. He made fun of my divorce. I brought up who his ex-wife used to date. like, <laughs> Or his current wife. But he, he was like, I don't want to use the specifics. XX fucked your wife, right? Yeah. And it was just like fucking... Dead silence <laughs> in the room. Jenny Lee, who's a good friend of ours, yeah. uh, was like, Andy, let's go talk in my office. <laughs> it was yeah. like one of those moments like, you're yeah. probably fired right now. That was a youngish room in general. Like there was a lot of us tr- still figuring out the job. And then like three like it was, guys in their It 50s, was so fun you know I mean? because it was like we were all pretty young. We yeah. were like the last, it was like kind of the last bit of our 20s, early 30s. Yes. Everybody was transitioning from kind of wild 20s or somewhat wild 20s for TV writers into um, like adulthood, getting married, things like that. Very and much. It was like every, we had so much fun outside of that room. I That room could have, there was very much a, for, it's funny that you say that it was like a, a transition time for, because it was a huge transition time for me. I was like very, I was just out of like a relationship and I was like hanging out with you and Rory a lot. 
And then I was like, oh, maybe maybe I'll dip my toe into stand-up and be one of these guys because mm -hmm. that would be so much fun. I admired what you guys did so much. And then I fell in love and became like a full-on adult and had a child and got married like and did oh, that Oh, you fell instead. in love with a person. I fell in love with a person, Co not stand-up. Co-star. Co-star. Co Showmance. My current wife. Yeah. <laughs> current <Wow>. wife. <laughs> <laughs> my yeah. current. My wife for the time at being. At the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So did you do stand-up at all? Um, I've done stand-up three What times. is your background? Um, comedy wise, yeah, like I did improv. I moved to LA, was uh, in a, I went to grad school at UCLA to become a teacher, mm -hmm. and then during my like time off and summers and stuff, I did like auditions. Did you and, teach at all? I did. I taught like high school world history. Oh, I worked uh, as a social worker at a high school. Wow, which one in LA? No, 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 no. Uh, okay. I never lived in LA. I was in oh, Seattle. Right, right, right. Um, and so you you worked with like inner city kids and yeah. did the whole thing. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, I know that life. You guys I worked, were actually worked at the school that uh, Michelle Pfeiffer Andy went to. Dangerous Minds. Which one, Washington or? John Muir. Oh, yeah, John Muir. John Muir, crazy story. My fifth grade teacher's son shot his, shot his seventh grade teacher. Like Whoa. my fifth grade teacher's son. Your fifth grade teacher's son shot his seventh grade teacher. When he was like an adult. He was like an adult now. He went back. And he went back and shot. And it turned out he'd been doing some some bad stuff. He went back to the, to the school. Ooh, that's so intense. Yeah. It happened at school? No. Oh, the, the seventh grade yeah. teacher was the do, seventh was graders loose with his hands. Yes, loose with his hands. At uh I, I, it wasn't Meany. It was like one of those like Seattle I'm Madison? What was Did you go to Meany? Hamilton. Hamilton. It was Hamilton Middle School. And he like he did like a sniper move. He like waited oh by the staff God. parking lot, waited for the guy to come out. Gatted him up. Whoa. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. That's super. Yeah, it was intense because there wasn't school shootings then. You know, right. there wasn't things like that. There was like. The pioneer. My, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Lewis and Clark. <laughs> yeah. uh, he was, uh, uh, what was I going to say? There was a lot of gang violence at my middle school. And In Seattle? School. There's, there's Seattle gangs? Oh, yeah. We had like a lot of Crips, Blood, Spokes, you know, like that kind wow. of thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Tough guys. We know are. that at all. Walked into the bathroom in seventh grade. There was my best friend from Woodshop was holding a bag of crack. Was like, Andy, you're cool. But if you tell anybody about this, I'll kill you. And then I was like, yeah, great. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm going to go back to the suburbs. I'm yeah, going yeah, yeah. to hold this in until I, I do like, a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so you just carry those in uh, loose bags then? No vials for you? I was, that's crazy. all I know about crack. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I how, isn't crack, cracks a rock, right? Mm-hmm. And a little then, yellow rock looks like a kind of a coffee stained tooth. Yeah, is it just carried in a? I think bag? vials are preferred, but this guy just had a little bag. He just, okay, he was holding it. Yeah. You can't dose it that way. Yeah, it's gonna be all crumbles by the end of the day. I think he was just passing it off to another kid. Like, I'm gonna use this as a just, and we can stop talking about the topic at any moment. Sure. But I do. I'm gonna use this as a segue into the topic. Oh, wow. You yeah. think this is a good segue? This is actually a pretty good segue. Okay, great. Because uh, we're talking about uh, gunning down people mm -hmm. and uh, and drugs. Mm -hmm. You have a, a Andy, this is a guy that we joke about pretty often. You have a guess at who this might be? Duterte? Hell yeah. Really? We're oh, talking about Rodrigo boy. Duterte Wait, today. Wait, you switched it up. Yeah, so I had a couple of topics for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. The first one was Oswangs. Okay, and, yes. And... Uh, but we, me and Andy went camping in the woods yeah. and it had a spooky night together. So we figured we'd talk about ghosts. <laughs> we had a spooky yeah, yeah, night. Yeah. We had sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's, terrifying. It was scary. Especially the way you guys so did scary. it. So <laughs> scary. <laughs> uh, we can also cut any of this out. Okay, like sure, sure. Detrimental sure. to your career. Um, and then um, you were going to do who? And then I was thinking about doing Jose Rizal. Yeah. But turns out he's kind of boring. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. He's super boring. Yeah, when you told me, like, when you were like, "Oh, he just actually like wrote all the literature. He didn't actually do any fighting." I thought he was like a military dude. No, he was like the guy that had the ideas, yeah. and then like that's like uh, Jose like, Marti in like, Cuba. Oh, okay. He like was like, "Hey, everybody, we should be free." I'm like a nerd, so somebody else should do this, but yeah. you know. Yeah, but yeah, Rodrigo Duterte, way more interesting than I thought he was gonna be. Mm -hmm. Truly. Do you know, yeah. how much do you know about him? Um, very, like, I'll catch, like, stories from my parents and stuff like that, but I'm, like, not super into it. They live like, over there, right? They do. They're back. They're, like, they're six months a year now because they're so tired of pretending to be American. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, t they're tired of, like, trying to slow down the language and, like, hear things mm -hmm. and stuff. And But I would, I would assume they lived in San Diego? 
They, yeah, since like the There's late a big 70s. community down there, right? Oh, huge. They, they, Were you born here? Yeah, I was born in Illinois. Okay. Yeah, and then they, my dad was in the Navy, and then they brought us out west, like when I was like big old. Chicago, uh, Panoy crew too, right? A lot of F- Filipinos there too. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Right. It's like, I lived there for two years, and uh, I met maybe three. They're probably really? in another part of town. You did. Yeah. Well, I went to art school, and that's not really a thing that we do. Yeah. No, then you're not going to find them in art school. You're going to find them in hospitals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At the I, post office. Post you office. know what's <laughs> odd, though, is I thought Seattle was the uniquely Filipino kind of like bastion. Seattle, San Francisco, I always thought that was like kind of uh-huh. where Filipinos had migrated and c- c- set up shop. Me too, actually. And then we went up to Calgary, and Calgary and Plenty Alberta was full of Filipinos. I went to Italy and... Um, England and a bunch of countries around Europe yeah. this last year, totally Filipino. Like, yeah. there's there's a fucking Jollibee in the middle of London. Yeah, it's that's crazy. what we do. And the biggest like export in the Philippines is human people, like yeah. workers. Right? Yeah, every cruise ship is like half Filipino. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Sheen, who's on cruise ships now, is like every week he gets back, he's like, I made a new Filipino friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she serves food. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so do Duterte, what do I need to know about? Nothing. Oh, I've got okay. gonna you don't need to know everything. anything. Okay, but, okay, okay. Uh, what are your thoughts on him? You pro? He's a scary guy. <laughs> scary guy. No, I'm not pro. <laughs> well, let's start with the cool things that he did do. Okay. Because uh, he wasn't, I mean, every person has ups and downs. True. Um, not yeah, everyone is. Uh, and so there were yeah. some cool things that he did. So um, yeah. he was the mayor of Davao City. Wait, your parents live where in the Philippines? Um, now they're in Makati, but they, my dad grew up in Pampanga, my mom in, but my, no, my mom grew up in Pampanga, my dad in Pantangas. Where's that? Uh, North side? I think so. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. can you speak Tagalog? No, I can d- do an impression of my parents' accent. Oh man, we've been waiting for this because Wilfred can't actually I do. I can only, I'm getting better because I've been listening to a lot of, I mean, this week I've been listening to a lot of Filipinos talk. Yeah. Wait, why can't you do it? It's just like I'm just bad at accents in general. Yeah, I know, but why can't you do your your mom and dad? What I can do is uh, Manny Pacquiao singing. Sometimes when we touch, that's great. <laughs> Wait a minute, you <laughs> skipped the thing that you're supposed to have, <laughs> and then you went deep into an SNL like character reel. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing this for Lauren later. <laughs> okay, good. Okay, um, but yeah, I, I want to hear that later. By the way, yeah, okay. um, I've done it on this show a couple times. Couple okay, times. well, you haven't done it for. Me. Yeah, all yeah. I can do is Joseph. Sometimes when we touch, Good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the honesty's too much. He's a hilarious yeah. singer. Yeah, um, I love his confidence. He's yeah. a beautiful man. Um, so here are the cool things about. Uh, Doesn't celebrate Pride Month. Duterte? No, no, or man. Man. no nobody <laughs> we're talking about. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, he, uh, as a mayor, he passed the uh, Davao City's Women Development Code which aim to uphold the rights of women and the belief in their worth and dignity. Whoa. Also, he banned swimsuit competitions at beauty pageants that were held in Davao City. Sounds like Southern Philippines. That's yeah. a big deal. Yeah, so uh, it is Southern. Davao City's the biggest city. But he's Catholic. In, he's, not, he's not Muslim. Not Catholic. Really? Yes. Oh. Protestant? Not Catholic and uh, f- for like show. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. But he also, I mean, it's very Muslim area. Yeah. So he said that he... He has like partial Islamic beliefs. Oh wow! So it he's like very interesting because the Philippines is like ninety seven percent Catholic or something. I think right. it's like eighty nine percent now. To have a whole country back someone that does not believe in Catholicism, yeah, is huge. He was elected because he's a populist. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. he was he like preyed on their fear and absolutely. Yeah. But how um, was he able to do that without Catholicism? That's incredible. I think he leans into it at well, certain points. I'll get yeah. into that. Okay. Okay. Well. Okay. Um, he also supported the first ever uh, Gawad Kalinga village, which was a village that were your parents involved with Couples for Christ? No. Oh, my Warriors. parents. Uh, yeah, Couples for Christ is a huge, like Catholic organization that uh, also exists in the U.S. and it's like Filipino couples for the main guy, you know, uh-huh. Christ. JC. Uh, um, so yeah. it's just a prayer group that comes together. So Couples for Christ uh, made these like uh, villages. And the first one was inside a jail facility in Davao City. And uh, it's a small village of cottages built inside the compound that serve as housing for female inmates. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, pretty cool yeah. thing. 
And then he also raised the economy. The devout economy boomed. Uh, crime went down. But murder raised. Yeah. Um, he loves to kill. Loves Dude to loves kill. killing. Yeah. He's a very, like, it's like black and white for him. It's like evil is should be sought out and destroyed. Yes. Can we go back to the, the bathing suit thing? And the, uh-huh. like, what was his, why did he do that? Like, what was he saying? Was it like, I think like it was like conservative, like, I don't want to see his skin? Or was it like, it's demeaning... That I can't, I, can't I don't know the answer to that. Yeah. Because it's one of the two. I don't know if it's like, you know, uh, Islamic beliefs or. It probably if was it's... not chill with local Muslims. That was sure. probably a big part of it. Right. But also, he probably, I don't know. Because Catholics don't really seem to like have like huge modesty clauses. Mm. But, but also, like in the Philippines, like a Catholic in the Philippines, like. The like because it's not like Italy. Like in Italy, you can be just like the most buxom babe and be yeah, like, yeah. "I love the mm-hmm. Jesus." Right. And uh, in the <laughs> Philippines, they're like, "You're a nun. You yes. should be a nun." Yeah, but like uh-huh. f- beauty pageants in the Philippines are like huge. Yeah. And to like take out a cat like a integral category like that is like a massive cultural yes. challenge. We and followed- also we're in the Philippines. Like people aren't wearing a lot of clothes. I followed humid, uh, humid zone. I followed Miss Universe from the Philippines. I sent Wilfred the, the yes. reel of her because she does a great um, Filipino Filipino accent. accent. She's American Filipino, like she's oh she, oh oh, and she represented the Philippines. Yeah, and yeah. then she's like funny. Oh, well, she does she does uh, voices. She does Filipino voices. Yeah, yeah. Um, like she's, she's like, like that's funny, she's the man. Uncle Roger of yeah, <laughs> she's the Uncle Roger. <laughs> that's of the funny. Philippines. Yeah, she um, <laughs> I think most beauty queens or Miss Universes are from the Philippines. The most per, like the most ever. Wait, think, say that again. I think the most, like, uh, the country that's won the most Miss, Miss Universes? Universes. Is that right? That would make sense. I mean, it's a beautiful, I'm in for that. beautiful country. I'm, I might be making it up. No, um, I mean, I, I, I would want that to be true because we put so much, like, of our resources in that. Like, it would be a bummer to, like, to be runners up. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like, we really rep hard. Like, my sister was in beauty pageants. You guys are, like, oh, really? the yeah, yeah. Coney Island of beauty pageants. I don't know what that meant. I've never... That's, Coney Island's, like, famous for producing basketball stars. Oh. Is that right? Yeah. Like, okay. Stefan Marbury is the only one yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I think Grant Hill. No, Grant Hill's from Oakland. Yeah. There's a couple other people. Kenny, probably Kenny Anderson. I think uh, Vince might be from there, too. Okay. I don't know. The so, New York point guard. Okay. So for the listeners who don't know who Rodrigo Duterte is, yeah. he's the 16th president of the Philippines, uh, was president from 2016 to 2022. Uh, he's also the first president from Mindanao mm-hmm. and the oldest president to serve uh, ever because he is he was 71 when he started. Damn. He's the wow. same age as, uh, as Trump. He looks great. Looks great. I'm yeah. sure he does. He does. Hair. Yeah, he does look great. Yeah, um, I would love to have that kind of complexion, stature, yeah. swag. Humanity. Dude, his sw- his swag is wild. Yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. What, like what's what like what is he like? So there's one. Uh, I was watching this documentary. There's a couple really cool documentaries. One was called Death by a Thousand Cuts, uh-huh. and he was campaigning for this guy and uh, who was running for senator, and he was saying like the people who are running against us. Um, you know, they're, they're saying that I have, um, what's it? He has Barrett's esophagus, which is some sort of sickness. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, they're saying I'm sick, but, uh, uh, have them, but let me borrow their wives <laughs> and we'll see how sick I am. <laughs> oh yeah. And then he, uh, this guy fucks. He, yeah. He was like, yeah, I'm like this. Yeah. And then he put the mic like that. Uh, oh yeah. Straight show, up. You had to show how hard wow. he gets. Hell yeah. Um, wow. And then like everyone laughed and then he was like. But let me borrow their wives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Prima nocta. He yeah, also, yeah. this is another funny thing that I, uh, he also called John Kerry gay yeah. and a son of a bitch. <laughs> Wait, was it John Kerry? I know he also called, uh, he called Obama some stuff too. He called Obama son of a bitch. Yeah. Putang inamo. Because of the classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a home run. Is that because, was the John Kerry thing about like environmentalism? Or? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think uh, John Kerry came through and then- John Kerry was did. Secretary of State just, during Obama. So I'm just so curious about like what the what his POV is. Like what's soft for him? Is he, a, is he like a machismo guy? Is he like a conservative, like religious conservative guy? So like, he, um, before he, uh, I mean, he, he was all about like getting rid of crime. Yeah. I think he did. He go mayor of Davao City and then governor of Mindanao, or did he go straight from Davao? Just City? from mayor to yeah. he was mayor for. You're only supposed to be mayor for three terms, 
consecutive terms. Uh-huh. So he was mayor for three terms, then uh, became a, like a part of Congress, uh-huh. yeah. and then went to mayor again for another three terms. Damn. Um, so he was mayor for 22 years. That's My man wild. loves to He to loves mayor. being a mayor. My- His daughter is, uh, was the mayor after him. He became vice mayor to his daughter. Sick. And then now his daughter's uh, vice president. My uh, Under Bong Bong? Wow. Hilarious. We're talking about Bong Bong a lot on this pod. It's so fun. <laughs> I just love that you're like, casually, under Bong Bong? <laughs> <laughs> Goddamn. Okay, Bong Bong. Because we always, there's there's been a couple attempts at covering Filipino stuff yeah. on here. When, we've done two whole episodes just on the Philippines. And the... Uh, power broker. What is the doc called with Amelda? The oh, Kingmaker. The Kingmaker. Yeah, we brought that up, up yeah. a couple times. Amelda has has come up. Um, I I was gonna say, um, my best friend, uh, from childhood, he lived in the Philippines to go to med school for a little while, and he lived with family. And his um, his uncle, who he lived with, was the mayor of Carmona, which is a town in the Philippines, a province. And then uh, I stayed with him for like a a week. And that was wild. They would constantly be traveling with like machine gun carrying guards. Mm, yeah. If we took his truck out um, to go whatever to a bar or whatever, they would be following us. And because it would, it was be the, the the idea that I would get kidnapped or he would get kidnapped was always a threat. Yeah. Because we were associated. How many times like, have you been to the Philippines? Three times. Three times. How's that flight? Oh, brutal. I mean, I've only gone without money, so I went the cheapest way possible. Yeah. So th- that was the longest flight I ever took. I took like a, like a Tylenol PM and then woke up and there was like 11 hours left. Dude, every time I take a flight, I'm uh, yeah. as we're taxiing, I'll fall asleep. Yeah. And then uh, I'll be asleep throughout the entire ascension. Then once we hit uh, altitude... I wake up and I'm awake for the entire fucking flight. <laughs> it sucks. It's brutal, and it's like it's like smaller than Southwest flights. It's like or the seats. You know what I mean? Really? Like, oh, it's. I mean, oh, what it's I awful. Did. Oh god, Damn, dude, that's brutal. Yeah, I'm and, a bad and flyer. Everyone's in like, first. We're eat. We gotta eat. Yeah. Otherwise, we're not gonna eat for eight hours. <laughs> god damn. <laughs> I I would be like I my anxiety just went up thinking about that. Yeah. And it's an inevitability for us because we're gonna go. We've said on our Wilfred's never been to the Philippines. Yeah. His parents have been back a couple times. They've yeah. been back maybe um, four times. Yeah. They uh, were illegal for a long time. For a long oh, really? Time. Yeah. Wow. And you were born? Here. Here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but him and his sister are the only ones that are American born. Yeah. Everybody yeah. else was. Everyone like who, who? What do you mean? Who's everybody else? Like cousins I have three older brothers, all uh, my cousins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Everyone was born in the Philippines. How did they, how did they naturalize? Is that a long story? It, so they like applied for their green cards yeah. in 1975. Yeah. Um, and it, I think it's like a lottery system or something. So they were like last, last in the door. Yeah. Cause like so, right after that, like that's when it started getting really hard, right? Like in the eighties. Yeah. And yeah. then, so they applied in 1975 and then they got a visitor's visa yeah. and then they flew here on the visitor's visa and was just like, let's just go. We'll go for six months. Uh, we'll like, and then they stayed. Yeah. Like the visitor's visa, I think it was six and also, months back they were they, they needed to go, right? They were like in a little bit of trouble with the Marcos. They weren't in trouble with the Marcos uh, regime. They It's just that my, like my grandpa um, was, he had gotten in trouble a little bit. Like yeah. they took it, he had a whole wall of guns. I don't know all of this story, but he had a whole wall of guns. And then the, the like regime, you know, people came in, took his guns. Like, wow. um, You have like a rebel leader in your family? No, I think I have a, a, a like Trump supporter. <laughs> Redness. <laughs> yeah. Great. Uh, Great. So, uh, but the reason why they left was like um, my mom's family was already here. My uncle was in the Navy. Yeah. That's how most of us get here. Yep. My mom's parents were already here. Her, like everyone was here except for my dad's side of the family who they didn't seem to get along with that well. Yeah. And then all of their prayer group friends we're like, we're going to go to America. So mm-hmm. they kind of had no one left in the Philippines to be around. Yeah. So they left in, I think, 83, which was like right before. Yeah, also, yeah. the big thing was everyone was like, I don't want to have to deal with Marcos. He's been in power for yeah. 20-something years. Like, it's getting bad. Yeah. 
Um, but if they had waited it out, uh, we would have just been rich in the Philippines. Nice. <laughs> oh, man. This podcast wouldn't happen, though, and then it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be poor hoping for advertising. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but we, when when we launch our, our Patreon, one of our top goals when we get to, like, the 5K mark mm-hmm. will be to the we're, we're going to repatriate Wilfred. I'm going to take him home to his homeland. I want to come. All right. Yeah, come. I, I, I want to come. You'll be a guest on that. I'm going to be okay. wrapped Special. in a p- Filipino flag. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. We're actually going to have him grow his hair out and go ponytail for that period, and he's going to start um, <laughs> casually using the N-word again. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, again. <laughs> Great. Yeah. He's going to get back into that yeah, phase. Don't, do, of his don't say the N-word without a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> you have to. It's funny because uh, I've known Renee for, I don't know, about 10 years now, a little bit more. Um, but I've always known Renee to be very like collegial and like kind of politically correct, kind of, you know, like I try to, I try to do the right thing. Yeah. You do the right thing. Yeah. But then at your wedding, I met some of your like old school San Diego friends and they were like a little bit more ponytail style. It was, <laughs> it was, uh-huh. I got a lot of ponytails in my yeah, past. It was, uh, it a was lot of fun. my friends showed up to my wedding smelling like weed with long ponytails. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. There was one that was yelling. Do you remember that? <laughs> your buddy was like shouting at you while you were doing your vows. Was he really? Yeah, there was like one <laughs> so dude who was like, head. I don't know what your nickname was, but he was like yelling your nickname. Dude, yeah, what's your nickname in your family? Uh, I got a couple of my family nickname is JR uh-huh. um, because my dad's name is Renee. But I was also born on December 30th, Jose Rosalian's, uh, Jose Rosalian Day, uh-huh. uh, which is the death anniversary of Jose Rosal. Okay. okay. Yeah. So Jose and JR. JR. Jose. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Jr. Jr. Okay. Yeah. For, yeah. For Jose Rizal. Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody yelled like Jr. Jr. You get him, boy. Get him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, I don't know what what you asked me a question about. Oh, what is like beliefs? Yeah, yeah. Like, what kind of? What, give me a shape of like. Is it, like give me a comp to like Duterte? Yeah. We'll be back on Duterte. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So th- I think um, it's kind of complicated because uh, as a mayor, you know, he wanted to reduce crime. He was running on that. And um, there are rumors that um, Cambridge Analytica worked with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know what that is? No. So Cambridge Analytica is the company that had like the huge Facebook leak. The data farmed like all okay. of Facebook accounts. Okay. Yes. So uh, they used the Philippines as a guinea pig for what eventually happened here during Trump's election. Uh-huh. Yeah. So uh, so he had the blueprint. Like he had the blueprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the sense of like what people wanted, and Cambridge Analytica had told him, "You should uh, be this." So he, he has a nickname, Duterte Harry. You should be this dirty Harry type guy. Uh-huh. So uh, he like ended up like he's you know swears a lot. Yeah. Uh, calls you know every politician gay. Called the Pope Pope Francis a son of a bitch. Yeah, hell for, yeah, dude! <laughs> like he's just uh, he went after the Pope, yeah, 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 for causing a traffic uh, issue. <laughs> this guy is wow. That's brave to yeah. go up against the Pope. Is so very brave. A yeah. part of his uh, like not liking Catholics is he claims that he was molested by a, a Jesuit priest. Not wow. a, not a big cl- not a far fetched claim. Yeah, throw that one up. So I was watching listening to this podcast, and they were like, yeah, it's. I don't know. Like, no one seems to believe anything because they want to shade him as not a full person, just a a bad guy, which is, for the most part, all the information that I got. Yeah. Um, But he, uh, yeah, he was probably. There's like like a little bit of like a progressiveness to be able to be like, I got molested. And, and this also is a bad to thing. be like, yeah. w- uh, women should be like respected yeah. and things like that. That's wild. Yeah. I mean, it's it's so strange. I don't, it, it's hard to just be like, this guy's bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I Wh- think. So when did the when did the death squad start happening? Like, is he killing people in Davao City already? So the death squad stuff happened while he was, uh, he was mayor. Mm-hmm. And he uh, claims that he has nothing to do with it um, because, you know, it's a pretty bad thing to be associated with. Yeah. But it's pretty obvious that there was a connection. Um, he, because uh, the UN was like, that's an issue in the Philippines. We should probably deal with that. Um, and he never said anything bad about him. Uh, was actually like, these guys are pretty cool for killing all the criminals. Yeah. So um, there's one time he like went on local news. He had a list of 500. He read a list of 500 people on his watch list. And uh, and he was like, I will give you a cash reward if you kill these people. Great. And then um, that's 
wild. Yeah. Well, also just like thinking, think about like the broadcast of somebody reading 500 names. Yeah, it's so long. Like that's a, a long, it's a long intense broadcast. time. What are you doing? Writing the, down the names? Yeah. Right? Like, <laughs> okay. How did, sorry. Yeah. Shit. I got to get a typewriter. You do every other one and all. If he, said, <laughs> if he goes, uh, did I say that already? Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Is this, I can't, I'm going to, I'm going to mess this one up. Um, <laughs> Gary. Gary. <laughs> Anyways, he's on the desk squad. Yeah. You guys probably know Get him. him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but what's interesting is that, uh, so he read off 500 names. Um, by the time he had read off the 500 names, four were already killed. Um, what? I mean, again, long broadcast, 500 names. <laughs> yeah. 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 If you're in the A's, you're fucking, <laughs> you're fucked. You better run. <laughs> and then uh, before the article even came out, uh, the 17 were killed. Wow. Damn. So I think there's a total of like 23 or 24 killed in the first three weeks. Right. How much was the prize? I don't know. Because I heard that was a big thing during his kind of like, you remember that a lot of it media attention got put on the graveyard in Manila where all the people lived. Do you know about this? Mm -mm. It's like probably around a little before Duterte came to power. There's a giant graveyard in Manila and people were so broke that the only thing they owned was their grave plots. So people started living in the graveyard. Wow. And, but there was a thing in that that I heard where it was like basically like $20, you can get somebody killed just because, you know, the economy was so bad that yeah. you could just be like, yeah, here's $20. Will you kill this guy? Yeah. And um, so I'm guessing that award didn't have, the reward didn't have to be too. Right. The too reward pricey. was actually pretty good. I heard that he was paying like $2,000 a week. Depending on how active wow. you were, um, Jesus. So up to two thousand. So he was basically week. financing a death squad. Yes, oh, absolutely. Wow. Like, what's the delivery? To, how are those bodies? Like, was is it like a picture and like like you're like, like you got a deer? You know what I mean? Like, yes. or like how do you, do you deliver <laughs> exactly the back? Like, yeah, you ride a deer over to the. No, he's uh, talking about like when you kill a deer. You know when their hunters are like, oh, you know, like is that so how you get paid? In the, one of the documentaries that I watched, I saw someone get killed. <laughs> Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, there was a, a guy who, like, he's just a drug user. Yeah. And, um, yeah. He hates meth. Duterte hates meth. Um, and that's kind of the drug of choice there? Yeah. I think it was, like, in the 80s it started to become a real issue. Yeah. Um, it wasn't an issue at all. Like, there was really no, like, I think cocaine was coming through the Philippines from China. A lot of heroin, too, I yeah. think. Yeah. From the, but but they, cocaine's expensive and... Yeah, but no one really cared about that. It wasn't until meth hit the Philippines that yeah. there became so a drug meth, issue. Meth is like the drug of choice in all of Southeast Asia and also the Pacific. Really? Yeah, it's the biggest drug in Hawaii. Like, I guess, apparently oh, Honolulu, really? like, it is just meth heads. What is, is meth, the, what does it do to you? Crack-ish. It's Adderall. Same, it's like, kind of chemical components. Oh, really? Yeah, when you get an Adderall subscription, it's usually called amphetamine salts. It's yeah. like what it says on the bottle. Uh, so it's like, I got great ideas. I want to go, go, go. It's yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a lot of that. I finished this essay in no yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everybody was doing in Davao City. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're writing essays. <laughs> <laughs> they're organizing their house, yeah. writing essays. Dissertation. Doing homeworks. Yeah. God, um, we got to get this meth out of them. <laughs> the Parkinson's. <laughs> Everyone's getting their yeah. graduate degree. Their economy's <laughs> going so well. <laughs> I wonder, it's also, I mean, I this is kind of a cynical take, but there's so many customer service centers yeah. that meth seems to go hand in hand with probably somebody having to work in an office. The long hours. Of, yeah, you got to work 16 hours just answering phones. Meth would be great for that. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. You're just because it keeps you awake, keeps you awake, and you just dial in on whatever's right. in front of you. Oh, yeah, you know, you're just like, What's that? You want to talk about airplanes? I guess I that's got true. You. Yeah, you, know? you got to make a, yeah. a polo for J. Crew, yeah, meth, do a little meth. Not me, though. I took Adderall once and I took a nap. I've actually I had the that, same issue. Yeah, I was, I I was like, means, I'm gonna get a bunch of pages. I think that means we, we have like ADD or ADHD. Yeah, is that what that means? That's yeah. What it means, yeah. I don't think anybody that's listening to this podcast would disagree with us having. That's ADHD. incredible. Yeah. Absolutely. So I gotta go get. I gotta get that looked at. I gotta get my. Really? Yeah. Whole you gotta get some at. Adderall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get the right Adderall. No, but I had, I was given Adderall. I took it maybe twice. The first yeah. time I took it, uh, like took such a small dose that yeah. I think I was just like, ah, this is making me kind of tired. Yeah. And then the second time, it was like, 
for maybe 30 minutes, I was like, whoa, this, I'm really seeing the world too much. Cool. In yeah. a cool way? Scary way. Do you ever, you guys ever worn glasses? Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. the first time you get your prescription, Crispy. do you remember that? And yeah, it's like, yeah. and you're like, I didn't think the world was like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you're see- that's what it felt like. Love it. Yeah. That's a great time. Yeah. And then, and then I took a nap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, a lot of times I'll drink a cup of coffee before I take a nap. Because it takes you like a thirty to an hour to that's nice. Oh, yeah. metabolize it. Yeah, so and then you, you wake, wake up and you're, up and like, you're like, "Let's go." Yeah. yeah, that's a real power nap. Yeah, that's a little bit like meth. It's methy. Yeah, my relationship with coffee. <laughs> I don't know what did I just say. I'm uh, I hopped around. Devout city. He's like killing people. He's giving rewards. Yeah. How did when does it become? What, what's his presidential run like? Um. So in 2016, uh, he uh he runs. For president. Is he a celebrity already in the Philippines? That I don't know. I, I just know that he he runs as a populist. Right. He gets this Cambridge Analytica info. Yeah. And then he is like, I'm going to start. He runs on the platform that he's going to kill criminals. Great. Yeah. And Filipinos are down with that. Yeah, yeah. They want something to happen. So interesting to watch. Like, uh, first of all, I heard all, I was listening to all these things about like, how the Philippines got started, you know, Spain, and then uh, um, the Spanish-American War was happening. Yeah. Um, did I ever tell you this about the Spanish-American War? There was this, there was the Battle of Manila, Mm-mm. which wasn't a real battle. It was so Spain did not want to lose to the Philippines, so uh, they wanted to. They were like, okay, we'll lose to America. Right. So they set up this fake battle where no Filipinos were allowed to be there, and uh, and so. It was, I don't know, I don't know if they actually fought at all, but they set, claimed that there's a battle. Spain lost, and then uh, the Philippines bought, or America bought the Philippines for like $20 million. It's so ri- It's so crazy, our relationship with like, like colonialism. Like you can't believe like some of the stuff that happens where it's like yeah. back in the day, if it was like brown people, we were like, yeah, we own this. Sorry, we came. But if it was another white country, we're like... We gotta give them twenty million dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 100%. so they built all these churches. We gotta, we gotta, yeah. can't leave empty-handed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the um, the Americas was like in charge for a little bit. I don't know how I got to this or why I was talking about this. Yeah. It was like Duterte's presidential run, and then I don't know. But anyways, we need Adderall. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like I've I've just been laying down since uh, camping. We went camping. Me and Andy went camping in I New heard, Hampshire. Yeah. Um, and I've just been sleeping and watching shit about Duterte. And then I watched all of MILF Manor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that is that show good? Should I watch that? It's actually I watched all of it. I don't I hate reality TV. Yeah, same. But I watched all of it. Yeah. Um, My wife is only watching reality TV. She's watching it nonstop. It's always on in our house and it's kind of driving me crazy. Have you watched MILF Manor? No, I'm sure it's on the queue. Uh, we've watched all of the Real Housewives of New York, all of the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. We've dabbled in Atlanta, yeah. Potomac, and I think Salt Lake City is kind of kind of. Man, I, I actually want to see Salt Lake City because it's like supposedly crazy. There's like a crime that happens halfway through the season, and oh, whoa. Like two of the wives get arrested. Um, <laughs> but she's been on Below Deck for about three weeks now. I've watched okay. almost all of Below Deck, and it's yeah. just non-stop talking heads it's really insane. yeah yeah that's like that's like a, um a class show right like rich people work and poor people kind of a thing it Below to deck. some extent yeah. it's that but it's really like you do, there's nothing admirable about any of the the crew they're okay. all kind of just making a lot of money they're making good money oh are they okay. they're working hard but it's like they're just like they're fucking and yeah, kind yeah, of fighting yeah. and you know the second that the um, charter guests are gone, they're just like, it's on. They get to do the thing. And yeah. 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 Mm. Um, I always want, like, I try to like, you you said about uh, how like there's Filipinos all over like cruise ships and stuff. I yeah. was like, I want to see like that show. Yeah. And I've tried a couple times and everyone's, every producer has been like, everyone hates that idea. Like, like a wow. Filipino reality yeah, show? Yeah. Like, like not a reality show, but like a scripted like workplace comedy about like Filipinos that like, party on the bottom floor of a boat like every night and then like 
every morning. They have to like a cruise like, ship show though would be good. That's what I thought. Like a cool love boat. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, but nobody really, wants no it. No one wants it. Nobody wants it. I just I um I don't know if this is too much. I have a Nigerian buddy who sold a TV show about Nigerian people. And Nigerians and Filipinos are pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Our buddy sold a show about Nigerian people, too. Uh, you worked on him with, I think, did you work on him? Uh, You're talking about Dio? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had, oh, how do you know Dio? He was in one of, um, whatever, that Young and Hungry Room. Yeah. And I came Dude, that's, in. He's one of the best joke writers I've ever yeah, he's great. worked with. Yeah, he was, he was a super nice guy. Yeah. But I think he had shown me kind of like a trailer for like a Chicago-based, like, Every, everybody hates Chris kind of show about oh, growing up Nigerian. That's uh, such a good idea. Yeah. But yeah. it's so weird what you like. I am very naive about TV, but also pessimistic. And yeah. I always go like, I have an idea. And then somebody goes, that's a bad idea. And I go, yeah. but look at how much stuff is bad. Yeah. yeah. Like, Why can't you just do mine and I'll show you it'll be a little bit better. Yeah. Like yeah. you're like, guarantee like everybody's like no this is yeah. not a show and you're like but you'd made that show yeah. yeah and you thought that was good yeah but i mean th them not wanting your show makes it like i i've just always had this this idea that they don't want filipino shit they, they don't. don't want asian stuff that bad no they, they, they in asian right or asian women or or like a, a, a an asian that like they feel like is like in the fabric of like you know what i mean like how Maybe Filipinos Easter, are a little too niche or how something. How did Easter like, Sunday do box office wise? Horrible. Not really. well. Horrible. Yeah. They, uh, I think it was like four million. Shout out Brandon Wardell. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, oh, buddy. It's a bummer. Yeah, I mean the show, the movie was awful. Yeah, that's what I heard. Um, that's what I heard. I, 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 Brandon couldn't get there. Brandon would be on close friends just talking shit about the movie while he was filming it. <laughs> oh, God. he'd have a picture and it would be like Joe Coy like yelling at somebody and he'd yeah. be like. Another day, very grateful to be on the set of Easter Sunday. Oh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna send him a message. To try to get on that close friends. Oh yeah, you should be on close friends. Yeah, but uh, yeah, it was, it was bad. I mean, I had this whole conversation with this guy who's, he's like a philanthropist that yeah. funds Asian art projects in New York, and we, I was talking about Easter Sunday, and I was yeah. like, this is boring. Yeah. Like, and I, I, a lot of the Filipino or. Asian art that I, that is being produced feels so. It's always northern. It feels like. What do you what mean? Do you mean? That? Korean, Japanese, Chinese. Yeah. Like that well, is kind of the stomach we have for. Yeah. I, and I guess what yeah. I, uh, the Asian American art that's being produced is like so like one voice. Yeah. It does not feel unique to to me at all. Like I'm just hearing another woke Asian talk yeah. about how great how like awful racism is or whatever like it's not there's no depth to it and so yeah i was talking with this guy and i was just like i'd love to hear more voices yeah and he was like well what's more important is that we support what's already out yeah i was like why it's all mediocre yeah i don't want to i don't want to support i mean bad art. i i agree i i find that like what people have the frustrating thing about the past like four years of my career where like I should be like selling shows and doing the thing is like, I feel like the thing that people want me to write is like, I'm Filipino and my, my, my white wife can't get along with my Filipino parents. And it becomes that like good show idea. It's pretty funny. Though. Yeah, <laughs> It's pretty good. I should probably get down on that. Actually, I think I've, I've seen them buy three or four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's like, it, it feels like then you, it, it like you then have to write a show that feels like educational. That's like, you know, like when I watch like, and I don't want to talk too much shit about Easter Sunday because like, you know, I know a lot of really good people in, involved in it, but like, you know, it's like, if ever there's a line in, in, in your script that's like, hey, to Filipinos, this is this and this and this. It's like, yeah. get out of here, bro. Because yeah. you're, you're then going like, the whole project is about justifying Filipinos existence as opposed to just like doing the thing you I know think, I mean? yeah. but I think there's a bigger problem there which is that Filipinos are not seen the same way that other Asian Americans are seen in a sense that like because we see you know even though like Chinatowns are not like places of like you know like uh American assimilation and you know there's like still definitely like poverty within Asian communities we see Chinese doctors, we see yeah. uh, Korean accountants, we see Japan Japanese people are just 
you know, right. millionaire Gaseous. fashion yeah. people to <laughs> us. Crazy rich Asians. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and especially the ones that are American, uh, whatever, like second generation, third yeah. generation. Yeah. Filipinos, I think, are like exotic and undefinable because we, first of all, we don't eat Filipino food. No. Mm -hmm. We like don't have any relationship. Every time, and I'm pretty adventurous with my food. If I went to Eagle Rock and I went to like one of those like lunch places with the A kind point, of cafeteria, point yeah. yeah, I was like, I have no idea what this even is. Yeah. I can see pieces of meat. And it looks curryish. I'm yeah. afraid to eat any of it as a vegetarian. You're not gonna have a great experience as a vegetarian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, they they actually was like a little wave in in New York of like high end Filipino food. Um, yeah, but it was all uh, very Americanized. Yeah, it would be like you know, uh, I'm I'm sure this happens in LA all the time where it's yeah. like a, a fusion type thing, and then yeah. you lose the the soul of the food. Right. Yeah, like it doesn't at all taste like what. I yeah. want. I grew up with. What's his name? Did a pretty good job with it in Seattle. Um, Blue Scholar guy. Gio. Yeah, Gio. Yeah. Like, kind of kept it real. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was... did like a pop up Filipino mm -hmm. restaurant. Mm -hmm. There's a spot in Chicago, uh, Kasama, that's incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah. I met those guys. Yeah, it's incredible. They're cool. Yeah. Um, that's my favorite part about being a quasi celebrity. By the way, like none of us are celebrities. You would be the closest I don't, to a celebrity. I don't on think here. so. Well, you've been on TV a bunch. Um, I okay. You know, let's. I'm the celebrity in yeah, this room. You are the celebrity. You're the guest. <laughs> and actually, uh, no, go ahead. You finish. But you, I don't want to be recognized. Really, I don't want to like no, uh, no. be in like a publication. But when somebody who like does something cool reaches out to me, and they're like, "Hey, we like what you do." Yeah. Like a restaurant or yeah. a store or something. That's when I'm like, "This was worth it." You yeah. Know? Yeah. Actually, I was gonna say uh, it is because we've never met yeah. before. Yeah, we've but... DM'd. Uh huh. We've we've created a positive connection. Yes, and yeah. then I think a part of our connection, not just being friends with Andy, right. is the fact that we're Filipino. Hundred percent. Um, and when I see your name, like uh, I was a fan of Superstore before you, like I did the last two seasons. Yeah, yeah. And as I uh, when I saw that you were involved, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. And like I was, you do projects that I want to support. Yeah. Not only because uh, I like admire you from a distance okay yeah that was turn it down a little i bit. honestly Jesus i'm the celebrity Christ. in the room okay, let yeah, him do yeah, it yeah, yeah let him do it once i said admire i was like <laughs> ew gross <laughs> but uh the fact that it like uh i respect you from a distance but also yeah. it's that like you're doing cool shit thanks like the bear is a cool show it's thanks. a very good show I, it's you know? it's like the coolest thing i've ever been a part of and i don't it's right i don't think that we get a lot of you guys don't get a lot of representation in cool spaces. It's like the only cool thing so. you guys are allowed to do is be DJs or sneakerheads. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, um, like, I think Wil Wilford's doing pretty cool stuff. I mean, like... This is new, though. Like, I, 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 that's that's the point. Like, I think the, po the next thing that we have to do is just, like, be. You know what I mean? Like, yes, that's as opposed what I'm to explain, to explain what we are. Like, just be the thing. I think that the show is definitely, like, if... If I'm pitching you on a show, if you give me like a, what's that called? A bake sale? Yeah. And you're like, I want you to write that. It's like being a Filipino American living in Daly City and just right. normal life, yes. but it's a Filipino life. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because that's so much more interesting to me than like, right. my, you know, my right. white wife doesn't yeah. understand yeah, how yeah. to cook adobo. And I think that version of the show is probably not like a multi-cam on, you know what I mean? Like it's probably eight episodes on... Kulu or whatever. You it's know? definitely yeah. not on broadcast TV. Yeah. It's on a cable show. Yeah. And it's also probably like great yeah. and then does not get watched yeah. because Americans are like, what is a Filipino? Yeah. yeah. I have noticed that uh, Filipino is uh, still a punchline, mm -hmm. which I don't, what do I care? Yeah. That, but it's like, it is a funny sounding word. Yeah. So it's still, <laughs> it uh, is, funny is used like in punchlines for like stand up comics or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I've also wanted uh, what you were saying earlier um, is I remember Tyler, the creator, said something along the lines of like he wants to just like m he doesn't want to contribute to the monolith of black people. Yeah. Yeah. He wants to show that black people can be different and interesting and yeah. like doesn't have to talk about being black. And that's like what I want to do as a yeah. comedian. That's what you do. That's for sure what you do. I think, think that's why I think you're so funny. And uh, this and is then like getting really. I mean, well, well, I just I know guys. it's really gross. No. You you gotta sit, step out for a second. <laughs> yeah. But Jesus I just want to I want to say like I think that like this like when I see like a young Filipino comedian that is like going out there and speaking about their experience and 
not just like getting laughs on how funny their parents' accent is. It's like so exciting. Because when I was, I'm 43 years old, when I was like coming into comedy in my 20s, there was none of that. Did you have yeah. a, no, uh, a no accent policy? Yeah. Roles? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's I didn't, a big step for people. I lost a lot of opportunities because of it. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, uh, I was just reading an article about, um, is it Arian Muad, the guy yeah. who plays Stewie on Succession? And he just made a decision in like 2004, yeah. 2006. He was like, no more terrorists. And yeah. it just didn't work for six years. Yeah. Oh, it's really? Sucks. Yeah. yeah. I, I also want to say that like the accent's really funny. It's hilarious. Do you know what accent. I mean? And like it's, it's, it's a bummer that like I felt like I had to be put in a position to be like no accents. You yeah. know what I mean? Because like it is a part of me and it is like how I see the world. And it's fucking funny, but yeah. like I felt like it was like mm, that dude's laughing at the wrong thing, and I don't want to do be a part of. Yeah, it. You that's know what, what you're talking about. The like earlier, what you said was like a good description of it, which is that's a joke for him and not for right. both of us. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah. Um, all right, let's stop being gay. All right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> oh Sorry man, I knew that. my shit. My episode was gonna be way more serious. No, than no, it's yeah. it's. I'm so prone to sincerity and earnestness. I like, like yeah. it too. It's just like it's what I want to operate under. Yeah. But um, these hungry beasts out there, they just want us to say exactly what I just said. The they, things yeah, are yeah. gay. Things are the R word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've been actually told that we can't use the r word anymore um can i tell a quick story about r words and stuff yeah i got a six-year-old and uh like two nights ago i was putting her to bed and like i was like i we were doing bits or whatever i was like ah sucker and she was like "Ooh, that's the s word and i was like oh okay you've probably been told that's the s word and we talked about what it means or whatever and she's like yeah yeah and i was like maybe don't use it if people think it's bullying or whatever don't use it and she's like cool what's the b word and i was like um well let's not talk about that I'll, I'll, we will have that conversation but like i don't know if that's something we need to handle right now and maybe you're a little too young she's like great what's the n word and i was like oh <laughs> fuck <laughs> and so i like renee shuts the door <laughs> and i'm like night babe so she goes, what's the N-word? And I'm like, okay. So we talk a little bit about racism, like vaguely. I don't like m- mention like white, black or anything, just like the idea that people are organized by groups. And the N-word is something that is like used to like put certain groups down and we don't need to know what it is right now. We'll get to it, right? She's uh-huh. like, got it, got it. And I was like, how did you? This is a cool kid. She's a very smart kid. And yeah. I was like, where did you hear the, the phrase the N-word? She's like, I've never heard it before. And I was like, where'd, where'd you hear the phrase, the it's B like word? It's hard to say those things. Yeah, I was like, where's, where'd you get the B word? She's like, I've never, I was just picking letters. <laughs> and and, I, and you walked me into like, a, she got like the most intense she conversation got at like 9.30 in the evening. That's awesome. Is, is there a, a effort to like um, let her know she's Filipino? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, yeah, for sure. Like I try to get her around Filipinos as often as possible. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, some friends from college. You're faking um, illnesses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fake illnesses. I give her a little bit of poison. Uh-huh. So she Uh-oh. remains a little sick. We have yeah. to go see your auntie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we get around there. We get around there. It's tough, though, because she's like, it's like all the f- the fun shit she sees on TV is, is white stuff. So it's like, oh, I'd, I'd rather go to, yeah. you know, whatever. Think- Largest uh, population of Filipinos on the East Coast, 20 miles from you. Where's that? Jersey City. Really? Mm. Yeah. They have like a Manila Street. Yeah. And everything. I didn't know that. Yeah. They yeah. Have like Why Filipino are they there? And stuff. I'm guessing to work in New York. Yeah. Yeah. Jersey City. Okay. Because we were originally, um, I'm always, you know, hyping uh, Filipino stuff to Wilfred. Um, sometimes <laughs> that must feel nice for you. Yeah. Andy explaining the Filipino like, culture. I'll yeah. send him. I'll send him. <laughs> anytime I see a Jollibee, it's getting sent. Oh, for good. It. Hey, yeah, yeah. check it out. New one. Yeah. Oh, same one you saw before. Hey, what's this sweet spaghetti stuff about? <laughs> I will say uh, another. I don't. Uh, not to go down another sincere route. Go for it. But uh, it's. I've always uh, every single person that's half Asian that I meet is so annoyingly loud about their Asian half. Right. And <laughs> <laughs> That's the part that makes them interesting. It, yeah. And I think yeah. that it's partially because of the time that we're in. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm also assuming that it's because they weren't raised Asian enough. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so I think it, sure. it is important to be like, you are Filipino and when you when you grow up, you don't have to prove it. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, yeah. weird yeah. because I think it's it comes from... 
it like a dearth of Asian community around you, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think like if you are an Asian person in a lot of white spaces, I think like all of a sudden it's like, oh, like I really got to step up for this because like I feel alien. I feel different. I feel yeah. like a disconnect between my culture. Yeah. And then if you're like you where you like grew up in all Filipino house with a lot of Filipino friends and you went to Catholic schools your whole life, it's kind of like, yeah, we're fine. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah, I, yeah. My parents are assholes and whatever, but like, we're not like second class citizens and things like that. But you, you know, because I've never heard you advocate on behalf of your Filipino ness. Well, I, you always like I take don't... the L. You always, yeah, just yeah. Like... it's fine. We're fine. It's fine. No, yeah. no, but he's always like <laughs> Wilfred. Like, will be like invited to some like Asian American comedy festival uh-huh. or something like that, and he's like, these fucking losers are crying <laughs> about. Andy, don't put them on. No, your I think no, that's I want true. People to know this. I do. Uh, I mean, we just talked about it uh, with um, Ashley Gavin. Yeah, where it's like very important for me to be like, I'm not Filipino first, right? I'm Phil- I happen to be Filipino. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like you're you know, who you are first. I'm all these other things. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, That's just part of the thing. Yeah. And I also like uh, with not having to advocate for Filipinos. I don't like. Yes, I think that we do get treated like second class citizens, and it's not talked about enough, especially like Asian men. Yeah. Um. That there's absolutely no voice for that. Yeah. And Steve Un, the only one. Yeah. <laughs> um. But Seemingly. I. I also Ronnie. think that it's okay. Actually, never mind. You're fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of three. You're good. Um, yeah. But I think what's bigger than that, than like talking about how we're second class citizens, is just showing that I'm not. Yeah. Right. Show, like is right, right, right. Being a person that's bigger than yeah, yeah. Like what the stereotype that they assumed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That's why I like your comedy, dude. Yeah. You fucking control the joke. You know what I mean? You got to start doing your mom, though, dude. If you you got to do your mom. Yeah. Well, Andy did tell me, uh, like, my parents never taught me Tagalog. Yeah, same. Oh, this is, this is, I thought this was really funny, is that his parents never, I'll let you tell the story. No, no, go ahead. No, tell the story. No, because you. Tell the story about his childhood. Well, no. (laughs) He was telling me the other day, this was so funny to me, he never told me this, and it occurred to me, I was like, wait, I know you don't speak Tagalog, and I was like, but. Everybody above you speaks like older than you, like yeah, yeah. all your brothers and sisters above you right. and your family. Because they were born Tagalog, there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, and also got raised in a Tagalog-speaking house, right? Right. And then I was like, "But did they speak Tagalog around you?" And he was like, "Yeah." Yeah. And I was like, "Did they explain?" And he was like, "No." Yeah. And so I was like, "So they would just like, just talk shit about you, probably in Tagalog, and you never knew." And he was like. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that happened, but I'll also, also tell you also tell you what happened because there was a choice that they made because language when you're young is like picked up, like is absorbed or mm-hmm. whatever. So there'd be moments and maybe you can identify with this. There'd be moments where I was like, I kind of know what that means. And I would clarify, be like, hey, did you want me to get yeah. the shoes from the other room? Yeah. Or whatever. And they, and they would instead that is of such a Filipino thing. Yeah. too. It was like. Uh, like the youngest kid has to go get the shoes. Go get the thing. The yeah, yeah. <laughs> go get the thing. And then, but like, instead of clarifying for me in Tagalog and affirming what I learned or, or what I thought was being said, they would go into English and be like, you know, or whatever. Yeah, so like yeah. they, they, every moment when I had an opportunity to be like, and then that happened enough times where I was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not learning. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And it was never a conversation. We never sat down and be like, you know what? I think it would be better for you and your college applications if you only spoke English. It was never like spoken. It was yeah. just, it just yeah. happened. Well, I also think like that is one thing that separates a lot of Asian cultures is like, yeah. because the Korean and the Chinese and the Japanese parent stereotypically, this is me like gleaning mass knowledge or like mass whatever, like broad strokes, broad strokes. Yeah. Is that that parent is like, this is what you do. And also, but also an affirmation of your culture and your language. Like I knew Korean kids who were adopted that were taught about their Koreanness. Like literally there was like centers set up to be like, this is Korean culture because you're raised in this white. They go to Korea. It's called Korean school. Yeah. 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 There's, there is something that, that's interesting that I still haven't really figured out um, sociologically. That like, oh, let's do it now. Let's figure it out now. Yeah. Well, it's yeah, that yeah, 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 Filipino yeah. families are very bad at talking about yeah. like what's what went on in the Philippines. Yeah, and like everything that like I don't know a thing about my great grandparents. Hundred um, percent. Like my, I only know that they died because yeah. my grandma 
One time I asked my grandma, I was like, where's your mom at? Yeah. And yeah. she was like, she's dead. Everyone dies. Can I give you, <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you a piece of advice. Uh, marry a white woman. Because I never knew my parents' like story of like them getting married. Whatever. It's, I had like three, like a log line version of the story. Yeah. And then the first time I brought Briga home to like have dinner with my family, I was like, tell the story. And it was an hour long story. They like tap danced for her and did the whole thing. Wow, and, yeah. I was like, and I was like, and was there was something about they had to like put on a show that they like they just divulged everything. Actually, one time I uh, I brought my ex Biz over, uh, and I was like, told my parents, "Hey, can you tell uh, them the Oswang stories?" And they got all weird about it. Oh, and they were like, "She's an Oswang." <laughs> <laughs> be cool, everyone. Be cool. <laughs> But your parents like brought out Tlink Link and oh yeah, yeah. Tlink Link, Tlink Link, yeah. yeah, and yeah. they were like they were like just. I think we have to we have to wrap it up pretty. Yeah, soon. there's so many funny stories that I didn't get to though. Like there's uh, there's yeah, Petey me... can wait. It's fine. We can tell some more. Okay, stories. so here's some like quick stuff. Okay, uh, there was this just how silly Filipinos are. The um, there's this girl that ran for senator. Her name was Mocha Usan, and she was a big Great name. Um, big. Uh, advocate for Duterte, yeah, and was even like people say that she's kind of like the Alex Jones. Moko Usan sounds like a kind of like a drag name, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. she's yeah. hot. Oh, okay, she's very hot. And then she had a girl group. I love a called, far right hottie yeah. called the Mocha Girls. And then they oh, would wow. they yes. would perform at all of these rallies for Hell Duterte. Yes. Hell yes, that <laughs> they, is so fun. She named the band after her first name. Yeah. The Mocha, Mocha girls. girls. That's yeah. incredible. Shit, that's pretty hot. You got to be pretty hot to do that. Yeah, yeah. Here, I'm gonna get this one's also. It's funny that he said this. It's not funny. It's also not funny that he said this because this is pretty awful. What he yeah. said, there was a uh, um. In 1989, there was the Davao hostage crisis, which was there was a prison, and 16 prisoners who were um all in the same gang. What were they called? The Wild Boys. Oh yes. <laughs> Hell um, yeah, dude. Yes. Took so there was uh okay. Let's go back. 15 Australian Protestant whatever came over on a missionary trip and they went were, into the prison. They went into the prison to pray for these people and yeah. like and like sing songs and shit. The wild boys all had knives and took each took them hostage. Um Hell yes. And that's sick. It it gets <laughs> more sick and twisted because they yeah. they all sixteen of them died. I think four or five of the hostages died too. Yeah, because uh, the um, Filipino government gunned them down. Yeah, and the um, there was uh, a few of them that got raped by the by the uh, wild boys. Okay, one was Jacqueline Hamill. Now the only reason I'm bringing this Wait, up. Wait, they let they let ladies go into the Wild Boys prison? Yeah. God damn, dude, you're yeah. tripping. Yeah, yeah, they weren't thinking this through. No, no. Um, so Jacqueline Hamill got raped. Yeah. By I think a few people. In, She's an in, American. She was an Australian. Okay, okay, got, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, this is an awful thing that Duterte said. That is funny if you think about. It. <laughs> okay, let's okay, think about I'm it. Ready? Let's if, think about uh, it. What's funny is that he said. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> so scared for. Well, we can edit it. Sorry, okay. Autumn. Uh, he said uh, um, that he should have gotten to her first. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, she was hot. Yeah. <laughs> what a wow. psycho. I love it. He's just, it is kind of like, it's, if you can remove it from the actual implications of what yes, absolutely. it means. It's funny that a guy thinks like that hot lady was probably, you know, like she was good until right. yeah. this prison <laughs> and thing he's, went down. And, what a waste of a hot lady. It's also <laughs> funny that he is the president while he's saying this. Right. And he's saying this publicly yeah. to thousands of people, and it's being televised, and he's fine with saying right. this. He said um, he called uh, Obama a son of a bitch because Obama was like, hey, maybe you shouldn't like kill drug kill addicts the in drug. the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. he was like, that guy's a son of a bitch. And everybody yeah. was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people, he threw, uh, everyone was throwing that around. Putang Inomo. Uh, <laughs> he he made it worldwide. I got Wilfred a pretty badass Duterte shirt for his birthday a couple years ago. Yeah, it's like it's Duterte. Too small now. Like, is it like ninety eight bulls? Like a classic? No, it's like Duterte, like an outline of him, like shooting a gun. And what does it say? It's like a. It says. Uh, it's like a dare thing. Yeah, but it says Duterte. Something like that. Oh, yeah. Duterte and dare and dare and dare, dare, and dare font. font. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. And he's shooting a gun. It was pretty cool. 
That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good shirt. Shout out whatever that website you can get every t-shirt ever made. All right. I'm finding it. Yeah. While we're at the next time, you guys got to bring me back so I can <laughs> yeah, wear yeah, the t-shirt. Yeah. When we go to the Philippines. Oh, when we go to the Philippines, we're going <laughs> to wear that shirt. Oh, people are going to like yeah. that a lot. Oh, one more, one more quick one. Okay. In 2019, he claimed that he was once gay, but cured himself. That's right. I remember this one. <laughs> he woke up one day and he was like, oh no, I've caught gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fixed it. <laughs> you can too. Do you guys have a culture of uh, like witch doctors? Is there like a name for a witch doctor? There yes. is. It's the... Uh, uh, I Did I not talk it. about that with the Oswang thing? Yeah, what was it again? I don't know. I don't know what the what it's called, but like, yeah. that's probably where he went to cure his gayness, though. Oh right. yeah, he was like, I got to eat this plant right. root. That's the thing in um, the Jim Carrey Andy Kaufman movie. He goes to the Philippines. That's what yeah. I was saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I was saying. Yeah, because uh, that pulling the chicken guts out is like right. a scam over there. Right. Yeah. yeah. God, this guy's too funny. <laughs> he also said uh, that if Germany Germany had Hitler, the Philippines has me. Hitler killed three million, wow. which like, come cool. on. The worst part is that he only said he, it's yeah. three. He said three million. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said Hitler killed three million, and there are three million drug users in the Philippines, yeah. and I will, I will kill all of them. Hey, can you edit out the part of the podcast where I was like, I mean, there's kind of some dimension to him, <laughs> <laughs> and I think we should look at him as a full human being. <laughs> can we? No, nope. that? no, that's going <laughs> to be. This is actually live stream, okay, so right. I apologize cool. for that. Fantastic. Uh, all right. No, it's uh, and so he. We didn't even get to his like presidential election or his terms and stuff like that. He, how many people did did they think he killed? Uh, twenty thousand. Great. Up to twenty thousand. So it's like twelve Love to that. twenty. Love that. Yeah. Great. That's a big one. Um, Rene Goubet. Thank you so much for coming on the I'm show. I'm so happy Thanks, that guys. you live here. Me too. Yeah. Me too. I want to come let's see you guys do comedy. Let's and... all go get a hollow hollow. Right yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's right around the There's actually a uh, right around yeah. the corner. But let's go. Um, happen. You are a writer on the bear, and you yeah. just wrapped writing season two. Right before we had to go strike, we we wrapped it all up. That's great. In a neat bow. Uh, season two comes out June 22nd. Ooh. Do you not get to go on set? I do. The strike? Oh, you do? I do. Well, we were shooting before the strike. Oh, okay. Yeah, we finished shooting before the strike. Oh, so it's all done. It's all done. Great. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So Just check out The Bear. Check out The Bear. Seconds. Is John Lithgow in season two? Um, Can't speak to it. Okay, cool. Right. I feel like John Lithgow's in every show. Can I Can I make an announcement? Yeah. I'm in season two. Really? Ooh. I got a little thing I'm shooting Congratulations. Through. It was very fun and very cool, and it also had a little energy of like, like the autistic equipment manager gets put in in the fourth quarter kind of thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I was like, this feels fine. I'll this take that. This is great. They just I handed you this. the football on the nine-yard line. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one can catch me. <laughs> Felt amazing. That's awesome. Dude. Yeah. Congrats. So June 22nd. Come Hell see. yeah. And um, you have not formed any kind of East Coast uh, improv. There's nowhere to see. No, I got no gangs. I got no, um, no comedy live shows to see yet. But I'll work on it. Okay. Yeah. Check out uh, Rene Goubet in some of his previous work. He's appeared on uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Ground Floor, Superstore, 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 um, Superstore. Very talented writer, married to a very talented performer. Oh, that, plug her oh, show! Yeah, plug yeah. her show. Um, um, Briga Helen yeah. is starring in uh, Once Upon a One More Time, the Britney Spears jukebox musical. Ooh. It's in previews now. Opening night is June twenty second, as well. Congratulations, Briga! Big, big, big night for day the family. For you guys. Yeah, yeah, big day for the family. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having or thanks for having us be your host. <laughs> <laughs> he saved it. Saved Bye. it. <laughs>